Now we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like, what the actual fuck? Hi, this is Sue, and you're listening to What the Actual Fuck? Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow? This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hello and welcome to the WTAF Takeover with me, Ross Carpenter. Um, In the room today, we've got um, a few people who are prepared to uh, roast Pavo and Neil. But firstly, we've got Pavo. You can't call him Carl. (laughs) Nice. Hello. (laughs) And uh, the guy who puts the Neil in Neil down. Hello, Neil. Hello there. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna get for an intro that'll do that'll do that's good that's good that'll do also in the room we've got doug simpson hello, hello doug hello Penniston. hello and connor gilmore hello and he's going to be speaking in that accent all night <laughs> in a short while helena will be joining us once her laptop's working oops oh there's talk of the devil Helen, helena joins us <laughs> Hello, sorry, I'm on my phone, so it's rubbish. Don't worry, it's fine. Right, I think myself and Neil, we are going to mute ourselves and leave you in the capable hands of Ross, and we're just going to be sitting here crying, I think, so away you go, Ross. We'll be sitting here doing something, but yeah, yeah, go for it, Ross. Right, thanks, guys. Um, Right, so in in a break from the norm, this Top Trumps episode is going to have characters who weren't actually characters in the show. So this one is all about Pav and Neil. Um, I think you by now sort of know the concept, which is that we've got five categories to judge uh, the two on. They're going to be individual characters. Uh, Categories are got range, uh, peeping, cockwombleness, random acts of kindness and having a laugh. And once we have uh, discussed our backstories, got our average scores, um, that will then go out to the group for the group to then come back and give us an overall average, which will go onto the cards uh, for later use. So does anyone want to start with a backstory? I think, uh, do you want to start with Pavo? Everyone good? Yeah. Great. 
Anyone want to start with a backstory item? Any ideas? No. Um, <laughs> I can. Uh, I can go with mine if you like. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so Pavo is a school caretaker by day, and a children's entertainer by evening and weekend. Um, and his entertainment act is like Mr. Cuddles. Um, all the kids absolutely love him, and he's like always giving high fives and stuff in the school. Um, when it's someone's birthday, he makes him a little balloon animal, um, balloon model. Um, he's lived in a village all his life. He's got a wife and two grown-up kids, and he's done parties for pretty much every child in the village, including Kerry Curtin, Slug, Levi and Porkchop. He knows them all, and he knows the village well. He's kind of no intentions of moving very far, really, but um, he's an entertainer because um, he didn't have... Uh, a great upbringing and um, also didn't have very good role models in school so he wanted to kind of be that for the kids so that's why he's like a larger life character and always making lots of fun for everybody because that's what he didn't have so my initial thought is um, the word predatory (laughs) (laughs) because he works in a school as a caretaker and then hangs around kids and he's called Mr Cuddles Mm. Yeah, but see, I thought about that, but it's all because it's not in that kind of way. He doesn't even think like that. He's not a peeper. He's not a peeder or anything like that. <laughs> he just really what he's just he just wants to give everyone a good time and just be nice and oh, good time um, <laughs> make them yeah. happy that he didn't have. Sure, and um, and when you said that he hasn't got a role model, I then imagined that he's you know burning cats as a kid, pulling wings <laughs> off moths. That sort of thing. Yeah, he probably was. He probably did go down quite a wrong path to begin with and then um, mm. saw the light and uh, became Mr Cuddles. I, I kind of had a similar, uh, nothing sort of predatory like you've gone with, but <laughs> I sort of had a similar kind of uh, kind of nice, nice guy aspect to him. Um, what I sort of thought was that he's... Uh, he doesn't want to be called anything but Pavo because his real name, surname's Pavel, uh, Pavelina. And he lives above the local budgeons in North Leach with his succulents, um, those little sort of cacti things. This is because he works at a local garden centre. Um, and he, he is on an early shift, which means he can flirt with all the sort of blue rinse ladies who come in. And they never spend any money there. Um... And there's a reason for this. Um, He established that if he gets the old ladies who are doddery to knock over plants, he can then mark them as damaged a second. They then go out in the back and then he can steal them. Um, And then he uses them to, he basically flogs them at the car boot sale on a weekend. The ladies then come back to his his stall and then buy them back. So it's a kind of little circle of life and, and they get cheap plants and he gets a load of old lady friends. Um, and he works at Cotswold Hall, um, where the ballroom dancing is every every sort of uh, one one day a week. He works as a waiter, serving the same ladies. Um, and that he's sort of got aspirations, like he's tried stand up, but it's the old ladies who like his jokes, and and you know he's ever sort of had the confidence to try with a, uh, a younger crowd. So I kind of had like this kind of nice natured, good hearted guy. Who likes sort of older ladies? Old ladies, <laughs> but lives alone with his succulent plants. Um, so, 
don't know, just some thoughts there. It's just a bit of a recurring theme of old ladies in that one, isn't there? Yeah, you've gone with young children. I've gone with old ladies. It's, you know, we can we can average them out the ages like and like, like the scores on the card. Uh, Doug, what do you think of old ladies or young kids? What do I think of? Oh, I, I old I, ladies or young I, kids? I can't tell my story about Pav. No, or do I have to specifically? <laughs> Who are you trying to set up here, me or them? What's that? Who are you trying to set up here and embarrass, <laughs> me or them? <laughs> um, any thoughts on the, either of the two stories there? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about 70% team Kim. Um, it's, That's I, great, but I haven't been yet. <laughs> uh, Helena, sorry, sorry, sorry. I've, start, I've started drinking again and it's not going well. <laughs> Um, Helen, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, partly okay, so you're, you're, more you're... about is uh, younger days, uh, which is more like my story, basically. But uh, yeah. you'll hear all about it. I don't think. I don't think. I think we've got overlapping themes, left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kim, what's your thought? I, think I can definitely see him more as a children's entertainer, mm-hmm. but not That's... not in a. Not in a no, definitely way not at all. No, um, no. You, you if they're sitting on his knee, it's for one reason only, and that's to be bounced. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we come to Neil, that's completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've kind yeah, of, yeah. I've kind yeah, of got obviously. an alternative theme for Neil as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. Um. Yeah. I think. But I can see that everybody loves him, don't they? You know, whether it's an old lady, young kid, you know. But yeah. Um, yeah, I I like I like the idea of him being a children's entertainer. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, Connor. Do you like being entertained by well, bearded men? Um, <laughs> not not all the time. Not all the time. I, I must admit. Um, but yes, I got I got um, stuff very similar along those lines. Um, nice natured, um, and then in in capital letters, I put but alone. And um, for me, in my version. Um, we can stick with the children's entertainer theme, Pavo. It's what he's done all of his life. He uh, he got happily married, had his children, and then his wife just got sick to the back teeth of him. It's just too nice. It's just too nice. So now, really now nice. spends, he spends all his time in the shed in the garden, just talking to himself on the computer, and and that's what he does. <laughs> just keep out of the way of his dead marriage. <laughs> yeah that that certainly sounds like it um could be accurate i also imagine he's sort of ironing things that don't need to be ironed like flannels and pillowcases and that kind of absolutely stuff as well. um i've also got an asterisk here by a line that i wrote which was take taken advantage of by neil which is something i was uh, yeah definitely yeah okay so um in terms of scores then um Got range is the first category. Now, I gave him a low score, a lowish score here, because I think he's quite a soft mm-hmm. fellow. Um, in some of the earlier versions, I was thinking of him as a sort of failed singer. Um, and I was going to make a joke about him having a low vocal range. Um, but I dropped that because uh, I didn't go with that singing story. So I've gone with 25 for, uh, for range. What, what are your thoughts? Um, I actually went quite a bit higher, but it was because my bio 
involved in being in a folk band in the 90s, uh, which was all going really well until he got kicked out for brawling whilst on tour uh, in Swindon, actually. Um, so it was kind of the homecoming gig and he just had a few too many and got into a brawl. So, but that said, you know, it was a maybe a bit of a freak of nature, a one-off incident. So I only put him at 60, but obviously that's still quite high on, on the aggro. Mm. He's, he's nodded at softness and he's nodded at aggro. So, you know, there's a lot, lot to play with here. And do you think... Um... And, uh, but they were aiming for their reunion tour, um, which would have been beginning about a year ago today, and then pandemic. So, you know, it's quite quite sad into the story. <laughs> that is quite sad. Do you think aggro works well with children? Depends. Maybe he's got a high control, self-control, that he can stop it when, he, when with kids, but when he's near his... Wife, Connor. Yeah, no, he's been trapped. He's probably seen red quite a few times. Do you think his wife beat Helena? No, no. Just the cuddles. Of course, he isn't. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah. yeah, he's probably got one of those special duvet covers. He's got on red bubble or something with some kind of, I don't know, soft monkey on it or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kim, what do you think for uh, for Got Range? Got Range, as I've said, I think he's a lover, not a fighter. I've given him ten. Ten, okay. I've actually, I actually said uh, fifth. I meant fifteen, not twenty-five for um, for Got Range. Connor. Yeah, I put fifteen as well. I reckon he puts up a a nice tough front, but underneath is uh, a big softy. Yeah. You know, now I'm starting to regret judging him on the um on the role of Winded in the Night alone. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean you did go mental that night. Did. It, it was assault. Yeah. Um but, <laughs> I don't know. And Helena, what did you put? I've gone really low. Mr. Cuddles has got no fight in him at all, so I've gone for four. Um and that's only because sometimes he can hug a bit too hard, you know. Sometimes when he you just want a nice little light hug and off you go, and he can just squeeze a little bit too much. He's just like, no, stop it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, four. <laughs> okay, four. Well, that gives us an average of uh, twenty-one for got range, which is okay. The oldest age we'll entertain. That's good. Um, okay, peeping. Um, now again, you know, both our stories have him as quite a good guy working either with the elderly or with the young kids and peeping is certainly something that shouldn't be done with either of those age categories um kim come to you first for your Uh, i've got i've got a 15 on that Mm -hmm. because um he this is going to sound really bad in present company but he is a man yeah and i think i think you know everybody likes to have a little look yeah (laughs) <laughs> I don't I don't Kim but yeah carry on mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but he's not on and I think um, I, I don't like to say this but I think sometimes he may be encouraged to look at things that he might normally not choose to look at mm. by the other one you know <laughs> but you've looked at that body floating in Barry Moore's pool I might no. have because he was the arrest today no, no, but you don't you don't get ideas about special sauce from nowhere, do you? I mean, you know. <laughs> to a comment you made off camera just a minute before, yeah. 
Yeah. And he's um, watched Two Women, One Cup. Yeah, that's the one. That's the Two Women, One Cup, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that certainly is something that, um, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Get it, get it on DVD. Don't watch but then it. And if you do see it, you get extra peeper percentage points. Is that how it works for us? Definitely. Oh, damn it. I mean, you, you, can get, you can get turned off quite strongly by the um, reaction videos. They're, they're, they're bad enough to watch. So right. you ever see the real one, Connor? And then, uh, uh, Connor, your score for peeping? I think mine's quite low as well. I got 20. Mm-hmm. And my reason for it is um, he's thought about it, but he's never, he's never dabbled. The thought's been there, but he's chosen not to for now. That's good. For now. <laughs> Wait till his career starts sliding. Yes, it's what it's what happens. Not got the restriction. Not not got to be on quite such good behaviour anymore. Absolutely, Helena. You like ten. ten? Ten. Yeah. Um. Not. Not that he's like. He's not really interested like that. But he is a man in it. Anybody looks, don't they? You know, when he's at these children's party, they'll have a look and see what's there and look at all the mums and stuff. <laughs> not the yeah, children. Not the children. Um, yeah, but um, I, I don't think it's really on his radar at all. Really, he's just there to make people laugh and stuff. And he, he isn't a Martin Mucklow, no way. Mm-hmm. Okay, good stuff. And Doug, presumably you've gone quite high because um, not not as high as you'd think. So I've gone twenty-five, but on the basis that at some point during the last lockdown, he'll have tried out a new internet browser and searched the video for something like. Uh, Empire official gets destroyed, and it's accidentally been uh, a Star Wars related porner. And uh, he can't help himself because, like, he just he couldn't click off it. He couldn't press escape, escape, escape. And um, yeah, you 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 don't unsee that. Um, Is that actually a thing? It must be. I've seen I've seen memes. I haven't made memes of that subject, but it's yeah. It's definitely <laughs> starring starring Luke Skywanker, Kim. Yeah, you see, if I'd been working really hard on my puns, I'd, I'd have got a lot closer to something like that. Um, but I've, I've still only said twenty-two. Um, so compared to how violent I thought he might have been because of the folk brawl incident of the nineties, I, I think that's quite kind. No, that's good. That's kind, Scott. That gives him an average of twenty. So he's actually lower on peeping than yeah. fighting, which is what I think would be fair. Cockwomble, Connor. Not you. Yeah, thanks. Um, I've I've got quite a quite a small score for that as well. I've put ten. I don't. I think he's got a heart of gold underneath. As I said before, I think most of it's most of it's a front he does um, just to try and keep that shield up in front of his wife. Um, but yeah, underneath it all is uh, heart of gold. That's a lovely comment there. Ten. Uh, Doug, go for you for your. Um, yeah, I went. I went my. I've been getting lower, so yeah, I've, I've gone fifteen. Um, gen- genuinely uh, kind, um, a do-gooder, um, a man fond of his own random acts of kindness, as it were. And he'll tell everyone about them, won't he? But it doesn't always um, work, so maybe, uh, maybe he's. Accidentally offended a few people on his podcast without them knowing. Um, <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just kind of 
just just speculating. This this isn't based on any judgment of any of the. No, I think you're. I think it's accurate. Bone and my only discovered this country a year ago, so I've not listened to all of his podcasts yet. But um, yeah, there's just a bit. There's a bit of cheekiness there mm-hmm. that I, I think might not have been well received. Um, but it's it's still it's still a low one for me. Good stuff, uh, Kim. Oh, bear, bear in mind, I'm still not 100 percent what sure what cock crumble means. <laughs> I think it just. I think it means uh, the, sort of the, the darker side of this, the part, the bastard, bastard night, bastardishness. And I guess if you're doing a podcast, you ask a lot of questions, so one could assume that you're nosy. And the famous saying is "nosy old cockwomble." But I'm not saying he's old, just nosy. <laughs> Oh, Same age as he is now, I guess. We're sort of betwixt 60 and 70. I don't know what, what age he is. I don't want to guess. No. It's not part of it. No, no, absolutely not. not. It's literally not category. Let's look it up find out. Um, Helena, what have you gone for for his cock wombleness, please? 25, mm-hmm. because... He loves having a bit of a joke with the kids in the school. So he'd be the one like sticking a kick me label on the back of a teacher and laughing with all the kids and then um, like hiding things that the teacher's looking for. Or just having a doing a little bit of slapstick jokey stuff with, you know, you go down the joke shop and buy some uh, a fake turd or something and stick it in the middle of the corridor just for their laugh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think well, he, around the back um, of the school, that kind of laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think you can be a bit of an idiot with the kids like that, but yeah, 25. Good stuff. Kim? Two. Two? Two. Wow. I don't think he's, I don't think he's a cockwomble at all. I don't think there's any more to say to that, really. <laughs> well, you must do just a tiny bit. Well, I think there's, there's. I mean, I didn't go zero, so there's a. Um, Infra- there's some other influences there, but. Two is, two is enough. I'm going to change mine because I originally went for 50, um, but that was because he was stealing from the garden centre in my story. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's not stealing from the garden centre now. He's still, he steals from kids. They, it's not stealing if they drop the uh, pocket money. Um, so I'm going, to, I'm going to go for 25, I think, for that. That gives an average of only 15 for being a cockwomble. Looking quite good for him so far, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Let's count to ribbons now. Random acts of kindness. Um, I'm going to start with you, Kim. 89. Oh. I think there's a lot of kindness there. And and whenever I send a request in, he always sings my song. So I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think he's got a horrible bone in his body. Okay. What about the real Pav, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, just joking, just joking. Right, um, Connor, what have you gone for for random acts of kindness? I've gone very similar. I've gone 85 for very similar reasons. Mm-hmm. Just noticing the time. We're going to just speed up on the score taking for this. Sorry, um, 85. Good, good. Helena? 100. Oh, slammed him. <laughs> I'm loving Neil's reactions to this. These are brilliant. <laughs> I take it your check arrived this morning as well, Helena, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug, what have you gone for, sir? Uh, yeah, I've gone high. I've gone 80. I thought, uh, I imagine that if he came in into my pub, he would say, 
and yours, and he, he would mean and a pint, not take 10p added to the cost, uh, which is something I learned the hard way, basically. Um, yeah, I think he'd be the right end of that spectrum. Yeah. Uh, I think he would buy crisps or peanuts to share with people. Um, yeah, I th- yeah, that's 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 going to be the theme across anything that I say about the brand amounts of kindness. I've gone for 80 because of um, just giving the old ladies a bit of a reason to live really for a few like few remaining years okay uh having a laugh um doug uh it's 80 again actually 80 again okay yeah a lot um yeah solid banner yeah the kids all laugh uh, when he comes out with a whoopee cushion or whatever yeah Uh, i'd say a a good balance of laughter between uh ripping other people and ripping himself yeah um, yeah yeah which I value. Yeah. yeah. Helena, what have you gone for? 100. Oh, it's a couple of hundreds coming. You always up. make me feel so stingy. Helena. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, I've done a really nice score for him there, and then you're just like, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Connor. I've gone 90. I 90. think the only way he himself can be happy is if he makes other people happy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's not very funny though, is it? No, it's, no. it's sad undertones, isn't it? So he's a, so he's a tragic kind of character. That, do you not that's, think that's sticking where the a, comes from? Do you not think sticking a kick me sign on the back of a teacher isn't funny? That's bloody oh. hilarious. That is I mean, walking I, around with a whoopee cushion in your pocket. No, you're right. I had to w- nearly walk away from this Zoom at that moment because just the tears were coming. <laughs> yeah. Kim, seventy-five. 75, which matches my score. That gives uh, 84 for having a laugh. Mm. Okay. Oh, I think we've um, really not burned Pavo there at all, have we? So, right. This looking like, you know, slightly creepy kid player, but. But Neil's looking worried. Still a lovely (laughs) Neil's turn now. Right then. Neil Gardner, anyone got a backstory for Neil? Um, We've got uh, just under 15 minutes to. Oh, shit. Neil, which is as have a quick one. Normally, should I go with it? Go ahead. Yes, please. Go ahead. Uh, he works as a taxi driver in the village, in a business he owns with his two brothers, Simon and Liam. Uh, <laughs> he's lived in a village all his life, has a long-term partner and a teenage son. Uh, he's ferried all of the this country regulars at some point. Worst ever trip was with Martin and the lads who were going to Ali Pali to watch the darts. They'd been drinking and were sick everywhere and were very rowdy. Didn't like that. Why um, Simon and Liam, was it? Yeah. Any particular reason for those names? You just like you just came up with those names? It wasn't to give the specific initials or anything like that? that I did think about that, but I, my brain wasn't working in that kind of way, so it just ended up with Simon and Liam as the first names that came in. And is he sandwiched between the two brothers? Not in a physical sense, in a... <laughs> Yeah, he's like the middle brother, yeah, and they run the business between them. Okay. Did anyone else have a backstory? Doug? Um, so, yeah, he was leading uh, a promising career um, in his young years as an actor. Uh, on tour, currently, play- or, or then playing uh, Mr Wormwood in Matilda. Uh, until oh. one night during the tour, it was his friend Stag Do, which he decided to join in with. And unlike Pavo, who got violent, uh, he just basically took some acid and ended up super gluing his hat to his actual head 
Uh, and then basically <laughs> after that, they just had seconds. And I said, look, mate, like if we take the hat off, then your hair is going to go with it and that's just not going to work. But if we keep the hat on, then we've got to cast someone to do the rest of the scenes, which is about 90% of the rest of the play. So in the end, he just had to leave and then that was it. And, and you know, you don't escape a thing like that. Word just got around. Mm. Uh, and then, yeah, but he cracked on with it, you know, picked himself up again and they opened a fruit and veg shop. And that's about as far as I got. Oh, good. Fruit and veg, nice. Good yeah. kind of market, town t- kind of trade. That's good. Connor, did your finger go up? I've I've just got two words, very short. Um, my backstory and two words are secret killer. Oh. I reckon, I reckon oh. uh, a nice, very nice man when you see him in the street, but he's got a dark, dark secret. Okay. Oh, Ooh, says Who knows what that is. Wow. Ooh, all the old oohs and ahs coming out here. I've gone for use our imagination, which is great, but this I'm disturbing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for Neil. I've put Neil uh, brackets very clever, clever, but um, that sounds like a compliment. But um, what happened was his aunt died in Northleach, leaving him the house. He's, he moved there. He met Pav at the local car boot sale, um, who was selling his um, stolen greenery. He was interested in, in the scam, not Pavo as a friend, but he, he saw an opportunity to take advantage. Um, he hired Pav to work at the ballroom dancing evenings, um, making it somewhere, because it's old ladies coming, in my, my story, because it was the old, elderly people coming, the police don't go anywhere near it, it's just a, there's no point. That meant that it was cover for um, Neil to sell pills and weed out the back to the local youths. Um, and the youths knew that all the elderly ladies were at this ballroom dancing, so they could then go and rob their houses. So there's a bit of a racket going on. Um, no interested, no interest in relationships. So he buys in those sort of life-size sort of sex dolls that you can get on various websites. Um, friends with Nugget, of course. He uses Pav anytime he can, but is surprisingly caring of the lady in the post office, who is touched by the kindness of one of those kind of ladies who looks doesn't judge anyone and has a heart of gold. So. She's someone who just shows a little bit of warmth towards Neil. Um, and that was my backstory. So, um, in a kind of dark theme of drugs and, and murder uh, with Connor. Um, and Doug's got him selling sort of some aubergines and stuff. I do wonder if all of these stories can work together in harmony. I or... think there's a synchronization. And with a taxi driver as well. It all yeah. just fits in. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's always the quiet ones. We, the four you, of us, you have got... way darker than I thought you would, though. But like, <laughs> uh, Doug, myself, Connor, and Helena have put the stories together. Kim, it's now your job to knit them into one coherent. <laughs> I, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of the taxi driver, though, which is weird as someone coming from Swindon, obviously. But <laughs> I think, I think that's that's a real goer. That he's a taxi driver. And that's his relationship with the people in the village as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure about the sex dolls. <laughs> <laughs> they're very useful. They're good. They're good. Give them a chance. Well, I'll take your word on it, Ross. Obviously, you know better than me. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know that Neil's that, that way inclined. Mm. 
No. Well, I just I wanted him to be somewhat dastardly. Okay. Uh, uh, and and you know the drugs can be enough, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can. But it's Connor's secret uh, killer. Yeah, 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 that's whoa. Yeah, that's dark, isn't it, Ken? Yeah. What are you thinking there? Yeah. No. No. All right. Sorry, Connor. She says no. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna. That's the, that's your idea. Shot to pieces, I'm afraid. <laughs> no. So I mean, I'm I'm quite happy with the with the with the taxi driver. I like that. As for, the, mm. but I do like the fruit and veg too. Hmm. Mm. Well, taxi driver. Yeah. Yeah, I can see him well. doing it. I really can. I mean, fruit and veg could be sold on the market, which is going to be one or two days a week. Yeah. You can do yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. But this is like a proper fruit and, you know, it's not like Ian Beale's store. Like, I was thinking like it's got its own yeah. orange juicing machine and everything. And yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah, I think they would. I think they would go for that. Yeah, because he'd be the sort of person, if you're going to do it, do it properly. So yeah. he'd go proper with the orange juice machine. He'd be making up little fruit salad pots that you could buy, fruit smoothies made up there and then, you know, he's going to do it properly. So when the munchies job. kick in, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he seems like yeah. another good guy in the community, not a killer, not a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't dabble in the uh, the finer arts of sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> No. All right. That sounds fine for me then. Um, so it comes on to the scores. We've got a few minutes left. So um, range. Doug, start with you on range. Uh, a little 20. I, th- I think, I hope that's a little, we'll, we'll see what the rest of you do. But yeah, 20. Not um, not not uh, any violence as such, but um, probably quite skilled, quite strong. He's lifted a lot of um, boxes of stock around. So he's got the biceps for it. Oh. Uh, uh, I just don't think he's really put it into practice. He's got a different type of gun, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 20. Kim? I think 40. 40 for his range. Because I think, as a, as a, obviously, as, you know, can get pretty rowdy on the market when you're talking about oranges and stuff. But I think also he's got to know how to handle himself as a taxi driver as well. That's true, yeah. Even yeah. that thing that slides yeah. across, he's still got Yeah. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Helena. 75, because he's a black belt in judo. Oh, wow. And they can defend himself. Um, He doesn't look for trouble. He doesn't instigate it, but he can defend himself and his um, customers in a taxi. And he's Mm. quite protective, especially over the whole Swindon thing. He's Mm. quite protective of any vulnerable people in his taxi, hence the black belt. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean... Bit disappointed you didn't bring that up in the earlier, you know, what's the story thing, but we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> Connor. So I've I've uh, I've adjusted mine as the story adapts. So sure. I've got 63. Mm-hmm. And my reasoning for that is that we all know that he just takes no shit, basically, with his both the taxi and the veg shop. If any if any youths try and uh, try and pull a fast one on him, he's he's having none of it. If anyone tries not to pay him after a, after a ride, he will just stomp the knees backwards. Um, he's not he's not having it. He'll he will take um, he will take things seriously. Oh, okay. And you've still given him lower than Helen has given him. So wow. even 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 if he stamps people's knees backwards, maybe that says a lot about it. I don't know. 
<laughs> I'd gone for 90 originally because he, he had all the kids uh, protecting him. But um, as a taxi driver who, who um, sells green gauges, I'm going to drop that down to 35. Ooh. Gives an average of 47 for his range. Mm, fair. Okay, he's, uh, he's peeping. Now, green, green grocers, they're all there, aren't they? Hello, darling, all, right, love, ooh, all that sort of caper, aren't they? So, Kim, what are you thinking? 80. Yeah, mm. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think I think he kn- he knows the sites and he he's he knows where to uh, send Pav for his perusing of the internet and things. So I think yeah, okay, eighty Connor. I've got eighty two. I think he likes he likes uh, he likes talking about his melons and he he likes trying to get people to buy uh, the nice juicy pears. Mm. Um. So yeah, eighty-two. And you didn't even know there's a green go- great green grocer theme going, and you've just made that up on the spot. And that's I have, yeah. <laughs> Again, says a lot about me. Yeah. <laughs> Doug. Well, I mean, sort of saying, but I'm I'm on sixty-five because I'm I don't feel like any of you are getting this. This is a classy uh, fruit and veg shop. This is not <laughs> your Ian feel or you like. Oh yeah. Uh, it's still relatively high for people, you know. Like I'd say anything above thirty is probably not good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's classy, you know. He's got a personalised apron with an embroidered initials into it. Um, Sweet. And yeah, I'd, I'm getting slightly stressed out about the direction that the fruit and veg story is going in. But I've, I've, brought, I've brought it on myself by not elaborating enough in the first place. So there, there we go. Sorry, I mean Helen has started it off by adding in judo. Mm. It, it takes the path it's going to win. Yeah. I've still said it's quite high, just not. What, what, did, what did Connor give? Connor gave 82, 17 yeah. higher than yours. Yeah, I know. Eleanor? 50. 50. A bit indifferent about it, really. It could go either way, couldn't it? Um, You're so... Yep. 50. I've gone 70. Um, that gives him for peeping 69, which I think is apt. Hey, yeah. you couldn't write it, could you? <laughs> uh, uh, no way. Okay, uh, cockwomble. Kim, what are you thinking? Um, 42. Okay. I think it depends, it's back to one of those depends which way you look at it kind of thing, which we've had with a lot of the characters. Um, I think there will be those that say a lot of his actions are a bit cockwombolish, but um, yeah. Okay, no problem there, Helena. Forty. Forty, similar score. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I don't. He's never. He can be led astray, I think, which is probably his issue more than anything. It's, he doesn't really never instigate things, but he's led astray and then things just escalate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what sounds reasonable. And Connor? I put 51. I think he's quite neutral in this one. I think he's, he's the sort of person, um, his motto would be, I, uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. If you're good to him, he's good to you. If you're a cockwomble to him, he'll reciprocate that, I think. And that's a nice taxi driver attitude, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Doug? Uh, so I've gone 40 uh, based on two different phases of his career. So I've gone uh, 60 in relation to the uh, Mr. Wormwood acid hat incident. Yeah. Um, 
but then dropped that down to 40 when he got his life together and started the Britain's classiest fruit and veg shop. So I've gone half, I'm bang in the middle of that. I'm going to go 40. So yeah, 60 to, sorry, I'm going to go 50. Yeah, 60 to, yeah, 50. Uh, 50. Halfway between. That's it, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And I've gone for 40, giving him 45 for Cockwomble. Mm-hmm. Three times the Cockwomble of Carl, just to, if you want to put it into multiples. Um, right, we've got two more categories to get through, and we are just about coming to the end, so we'll just go a little bit quicker through these. Random acts of kindness. Um, Helen, I'll start with you. 60. 60. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> uh, Kim? 55. 55. Um, quite high scores there, which seems good with the, uh, the two mm-hmm. uh, career choices he's made there. Uh, Doug? Uh, 75, uh, because on a Wednesday, uh, he gives all his regular customers a free orange. Would you care to guess what he calls that day? Go on. Mm. Come on, someone. Pavno. Orange Wednesday. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'll see, I'll see okay. myself out. <laughs> see, I gave him 60 because I said that he gives all his um, discounts to his favourite customers, like Florence and Colin and that, so... Mm. That's nice. Mm. Yeah, I think that's Colin Bozer. Yeah, I, I'd gone for ten because of my my story for him, but it's adapting again. Connor, what's your score for this one? I've also gone seventy-five, and um, for similar reasons, I I think that he's got his he's got his favourites. He'll help out the people who are closest to him. Everyone else, he does nothing for. But his immediate circle. You got, you got to look after your own. Uh, exactly. uh, I've gone 45 um, based on our discussion it's changed my score down from what was 90 originally um, and finally having a laugh um, I've got 30 for that uh, Connor what have you gone for having a laugh I had I had 31 originally and I think I'll I think I'll stick with that is as I say he's got he's got his group that he'll have He'll have a bit of banter with, but everyone else is just his normal self. Mm-hmm. Um, Helena? 50. 50. Good stuff. Uh, Kim? 45. 45. And Doug? Uh, 70. 70. Mainly because of the acid thing again, but yeah, yeah not a high 70 here. Um, I'm actually increasing mine from 30 to 55, and that's because of the uh, you know, I know you don't like this kind of uh, version, Doug, but the banter it will have down the market. Yes. Yeah, I guess it's it's all service with a smile, isn't it? Uh, yes. Can I pop that in your bag? That kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that gives an average of 50 for is having a laugh. And that concludes the two cards for our two esteemed friends here. Pav and Neil are all done. Well done. Well, first of all, Ross, before anything else, what were the averages for both of us for Random Acts of Kindness? Random Acts of Kindness. Oh, sorry. Um, So average for you, Pav, was 87. Okay. 62 for Neil. Okay. First, I'd like to say I think I'd come out of that a lot better than I thought I was going to. (laughs) A lot nicer. We were expecting um, a real roast. And I I now forever want to be known as Mr. Cuddles. That's what I... I, Mr. Cuddles. Were you friends with Keith um, Harris? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and yeah. Ross, you had me down as Fagin or something. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug, you need to let that fruit and veg store go, mate. Just let it go. <laughs> Honestly, the amount of times uh, you kept reiterating that it's no, it's not that kind of fruit and veg store. It's a they still go in. They just don't get it. They don't, and they're, they're rewriting my plot, and I, I can't deal with that. Like, so it's like every piece of fruit individually wrapped or something. Is that how? You... Look, if they want to change it, they can make up their own story about Neil owning his own fruit and veg store. I will take competition. <laughs> Happily. <laughs> uh, no, I, f- I feel like I'm, I, I can't be anything but happy with those scores. So thank you very, very much for that. I feel no, that's like a I've, lot of fun. Thank you. I feel like I've really been let off uh, let off the hook there. Ross, thank you so much. Round of applause. Yes, thank you, Ross. Uh, thank you, Ross. Our, our wonderful um, uh, host there. I mean, he couldn't have been more partridge, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. That's it. Thank you. Thanks everybody for taking. Yes, part thank in you that. very that much. Was, one and that all. was a lot of fun. It uh, was. Neil, it's Neil. It's uh, up to you to finish it off. <clears throat> well, finish it off again. <laughs> <Yes>. Hey. <laughs> oh, never mind. So, uh, thank you very much, one and all, for doing that for us. Um, like Pav said, we did come off a lot lighter than I thought we would. Apart from Ross's story on me with this drug deal. And what is it with kids, Ross? <laughs> you have me having kids, you've got Pav with kids. Is there something you want to own up? Please. Use this as therapy, Ross. Use it as therapy. I didn't actually have Pav with kids. That was someone else's. Yeah, that was. Oh, was it? It yeah, was. Yeah, it yeah. was the kids. Sorry, Ross. I'll yeah. take that. You were the old people with Pav, weren't you? Well, they were kids once. Yes, true. Yeah, I run the gamut with young kids and old people. So yeah, Mister Cuddles. Eh? I'm there for everybody. Yeah, Mister Cuddles, special sauce. Well, we'll leave it at that. We will leave it at that. Thank you very much, Ross, for hosting that one. It was an absolute joy to listen to it. Thank you very much, Doug, for joining us and your kind uh, stories. Thank you very much, Kim, and your input. Connor, it's been a pleasure. It always is to see you, my friend. Thank you very much. Enjoy your gin. Helena, on the phone. That's commitment for you. Thank you very much. (laughs) We will see you all next week, hopefully. Take care. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.